0: Welcome to Keeping It Real Podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence-Mullen. We're real-life friends who discuss real-life problems in a real-life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real-life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and, and do real, real life together. together. Thanks so much for being a part of the Keeping It Real podcast. And we want you to pull up a chair to the table and sit with Kim and I and enjoy this time together. We love that you spend your time with us. You know, we know that one thing that's the most valuable part of your life is your time. And so when you join us, we really do appreciate the Mm -hmm. fact that you spend that time. And we hope you have fun. We hope you learn something, something to think about that when you, um, tell one of your friends hey i've been listening to this podcast we'd love for you to let them know where it's located you can find us on where podcasts are found and we'd love for you to follow us subscribe whatever the terminology is (laughs) um and then join us on our facebook page too because we have some pictures posted on there kim and um oh my gosh i looked at those because you did that posting of our pictures it's really fun. We met, what was
1: it, 40 years ago? Yeah, yeah. About 40 years ago, you and I met. And so I put pictures from our yearbook of you
0: and I when we were
1: probably 16, 17,
0: 18 years old. Yeah, it's amazing. And to look back at that and go, those girls, what were they thinking? We may have to do a (laughs) podcast about that at some point. But today, uh, we're going to cover a topic that Sometimes, uh, for women, can be a little bit unsettling. So here's the idea. Mm-hmm. This is to empower That's us. right. This is not about, you know, being afraid. And what in the world am I getting ready to say? <laughs> we're, we're talking about money. <laughs> dun, I don't dun, think dun, dun, you're dun. talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have to draw the curtains for this one. We. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually something we want to put out in the open, and that is our finances. Right. So, Kim, I, you know, you and I have come from similar times, mm-hmm. and um, at times I know for us that we talked about this, that our financial life was one of those where it was like mm-hmm. we've gone from kind of scarcity mentality yeah. Yeah. to being empowered, and um, thank God for the reminders of what he wants to do for Mm -hmm. us, you know, financially, but we also have to play our part.
1: That's right. You know, 46% of women actually say that money issues, knowledge about money has caused mental health issues like anxiety, sleeplessness, depression. So sometimes what we don't know affects us Mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm -hmm. So that's why we want to talk about finances are keeping it real question is I'm gonna ask you, what does money mean to you?
0: Mm, Money to me is, um, it's really a a tool to use to help to create. Um, I mean, I look at it this way, having a a comfortable way to live where you are taken care of financially where you know that you know all of your needs are met that um that that does create a freedom Mm -hmm. um it also though is used to me as a tool to be able to help people Um, it's just one less thing. It's kinda like how Forrest Gump said (laughs) in the in the movie, it's one less thing when when you feel like that your finances are in order, that's one of those areas that um I can say now at this point in my life that I feel like I'm I like to talk about. I don't feel like it's one of those like Don't have to avoid it. Yeah. I don't want to face this, you know. I've been there. Yeah. I've done that but yeah. yeah. how about you, you? Know,
1: well I think that and when I say what does money mean to you it, it has such a different relationship with people and money because for me I grew up and money was actually growing up it was more about survival mm-hmm um money was more you know it was scarce for me growing up mm-hmm. and um when my parents aren't in this place now mm-hmm. um but we went through things where we had a home repossessed and a car repossessed when I was you know in high school mm-hmm. and I remember you know looking and seeing okay you know is there excess food in the fridge is there how are we going to make this bill and 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 so there was a part of money meant survival. How, Mm -hmm. you know, where are we going to get our money? How are we going to stretch our money? I Mm -hmm. think was maybe the bigger thing. Mm -hmm. How are we going to stretch our money? And then in my first marriage, money was also, it was about survival because, Mm -hmm. again, I carried that with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But my first husband's relationship with money was different than mine. Mm -hmm. And so again in my mind this is about survival how am i going to make ends meet mm. how am i going to do things mm. and what that did for me is even as i i became independent i was a single woman for 4 years after my first marriage and it was i began to feel more empowered because i began to get knowledge of money and i began to Um, be more in control of my money rather than my money being in control of me. Mm. Um, But I think the way, especially the way we are in our younger years, years, um, there's always that in the back of our mind um, you know, my husband now, mm-hmm. um, when he first discovered, he was like in my closet, and he was like, "Okay, why is there a shoebox with some extra money here?" Mm. And I'm like, "Well, this is emergency money." <laughs> but again, it was very much of, "Okay, you always need to have." It's like there's
0: never too much to mm-hmm. have in emergency. Yeah, I I think that's a powerful thought. Is the that we carry that through our lives? Mm-hmm. I. my mom and dad and we love our parents but my mom and dad were very similar in that way my now my mom was very fiscally responsible my dad was you know he would go to the ATM and take money out and never tell her because she did the checkbook and all of that and forget you know just all of and they would overdraw their account, and right. then of course the stress. And when my parents, when after my dad died, my mom was a single mom, and we were living off. We'd moved to Oklahoma. She had taken a big pay and cut, and we were not living in a. I mean, it was paycheck to paycheck. Right. You know, like you said about how to stretch it. Mm-hmm. And she got paid once a month. And when it was time for her to sit down and do the bills. I would be, I would disappear because yeah. she would get in a bad mood. Yeah. And there was always, I always equated that kind of idea. Like it, when it came to bill time and all of that, that it's not fun. And in fact, it makes me upset. And yeah. so that, that was something I definitely carried through. Yeah. And I really... Um, like I said, it's really just in the place I've been in the last few years that it's been like that. Oh, yeah. I can breathe feeling, yeah. you know, and, and even play. Yeah. And use yes. it
1: as it's kind of like what, what part of this is to bless others? What yes. part of it that it's okay for me to get something because I want it because yeah. I can afford it. Yeah. We're not talking about going into debt, right. um, but because it's okay it's okay to use it for play.
0: Yeah, And that's that whole mindset of, of money. Yeah, absolutely. So that's our topic today, women in finances. Okay, so what does money mean to you? So as you think about and ponder that question, um, let's talk about some of the areas, can that women really probably should pay attention to in finances.
1: Well, I think there's a part of paying attention in finances is it's different if you are a woman that's on your own Mm -hmm. versus if you're in a relationship and you've got, you know, you've got two people that are doing finances. I think that it's what role in the finances do you want to have? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're on your own, you have to have full control and we want to make sure we're not avoiding things. We want to make sure that when bills come in, we're not opening it, pushing it to the side, almost like thinking if I don't open it, you know what? Uh, I'll deal with it later. Mm-hmm. But then I get into trouble. Um, it's not doing the ATM where I'm not paying attention to actually what is my what is my balance mm-hmm. in my bank account. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship, like with with me and my husband now, what well, he actually does most of the actual day-to-day accounting. Mm-hmm. But I know what the balance is or the passwords. And, and I'm aware of decisions. And so you don't want to just... Not know what's going on.
0: There are a lot of women that I've heard about and know personally that a spouse has passed away, yeah. and they have no idea, um even passwords. Mm-hmm. They have no idea if there was life insurance. Right. they they're they're just a lot of things that now they have to take care of. and right. they're in a position, you know, grieving on top of that. and um, finances as you mentioned talking about one of the stressors i mean adding Mm -hmm. that to something like that is just one more thing to have to deal with well
1: and finances are one of the biggest things couples fight over yeah and a lot of times that's because we we bring two different ideas of how to do finances, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's a fight. I remember a kind of a cute story of um, Cheryl Salem. She's she was Miss America, I think it was maybe 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, but before she married her husband Harry Salem, so I think her name was Cheryl Pruitt. Mm-hmm. Um, she turned over her you know bank account, her checkbooks to her husband because that he was really good at that, and mm-hmm. he went to her and he's said, well, what's all the CEs, <laughs> the, the initials CE next mm-hmm. to the balance? He's like, okay, I know you're Cheryl Pruitt, so I understand CP, but what's this CE? And it tickled me. I'll never forget she said, "Oh, that just meant close enough. <laughs> so in balancing, I was like, "Okay, I'm tired of this and giving up, so that was just close enough. Uh, so we yeah. have different styles, but when you're talking about whether whether a spouse dies or we want knowledge of okay, what would we do? It doesn't mean we have to be the day to day. but just recently, I asked my husband probably in the last month Mm -hmm. i said you know what if you died tomorrow i want would you help me look through our finances look through our life insurance what would what would those steps be i want you to advise me because Mm -hmm. you know our whole situation Mm -hmm. and it was like okay once we had that talk it's like okay now i know there's a plan i'd know what to do um i can relax Mm -hmm. because
0: we've talked about it Mm -hmm. yeah that's great it's it's Conversations that yeah. you need to have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There is, you can get on places like, and I might put like a link or I'll put some information on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But there are important house management binders that you can put together where you've got a list of Who's our insurance agents? What are our bank accounts? What are our passwords? Everything that you've got everything all in in one place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I always had it. I called it the the red binder. (laughs) It was always (laughs) I happened to have a red binder when Mm -hmm. I was putting this together. And my kids were growing up. And as they began to individuate, they were real proud of themselves. They got red binders. (laughs) But they knew, okay, this is where we go. This is where that information is. And how can I be empowered and not scared of it?
0: Yeah, and I I love that, Kim, because that's something my mom has done now for quite a while is she has a little, it looks like a little silver suitcase, Mm -hmm. and it is uh, fireproof and all of that, but I guarantee you if her house was on fire, that's the thing she's grabbing when she runs out Yeah, is that, but that, um, again, like you said, it really, it's just another way to um, make a thought. A pattern in our heads to to say these are things I want to think about mm-hmm. I want to deal with and not just sweep under the rug that's right yeah. well
1: and as we get older as women too we've been so used to looking out for everybody else's needs mm-hmm. that sometimes we don't actually sit and think okay what does it look like for me as I get older with retirement yeah. what does it look like for me you know, what am I wanting to do? And and really putting ourselves on the table yeah. and asking, okay, how do I just plan for this? If you don't have somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. there are financial advisors you can make appointments with that walk you through things, mm-hmm. that help educate you. Uh, I don't have a huge knowledge. I know what my bank balance is. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to investments and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you know what, my husband does more of that but I know, okay, but this is the person that I would go talk to if I needed to. Yeah. So even knowing, you don't have to become Susie Orman. Right. <laughs> you don't have to right. become the right. wealth management guru, right? but have knowledge on that.
0: Yeah, so what else do we need to cover on the finances?
1: I think there's a part of, you know, I wanted to just say for a second about using a budget. Okay. Sometimes people think budget is a bad word. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if it's I have a budget, <laughs> it's the B word. It's going to tell me how much money I don't have or what I mm-hmm. can't spend. And Dave Ramsey with Financial Peace University, he uses a, a term that says when you use a budget, you start with knowing how much money you have, mm-hmm. and you're telling your money where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So you're planning. Okay, this is how much I'm spending here. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm spending here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have some form of knowledge or a budget your money will tell you where it's going Mm. so even having some sort it doesn't have to be a strict budget Mm -hmm. but have an idea of where am I spending my money yeah and I would say as women's I know for myself Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm not great about that yeah you know if I go to the store and I just take out some cash if I have it it's how much money have I really spent on something
0: yeah I think that was a surprise for me and in budgeting, um, when I realized how much, you know, I, I think I had gone through my, I'd gotten online and gone through my account and I was just adding up the things I had, the money that I had spent. Um, going out to eat yeah. one month and I was shocked. Yeah. And I thought, you know, if I just cut that in half, yeah. even the money that I would be saving, I mean, not that you aren't going to have to go buy groceries, but it's still going to be a lot less right. than eating out. And man, that was a big surprise. So I think that's a good, you know, where I tip. saw
1: that is when I went for gas.
0: Mm. When I would put gas in my car, yeah.
1: well, I'd go inside. Well, what's just, you know, one pack of gum or what's one pop? For oh, me, it was mm-hmm. actually pop. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to go grab my pop out of the cold freezer or the, the refrigerated yeah. section. Yeah, And, you know, it's like you'd pay $3 for a little bottle of pop <laughs> when you had all the pop you needed at home. Yeah. But it was convenient. Yeah, So sometimes it's really, it doesn't mean even necessarily changing your spending habits. But mm-hmm. be aware. So at least you're okay with it. So it's not a surprise. So it's very intentional. And I think that that's a really important word for us as women is we just want to be intentional.
0: Yes. I love that. So when it comes to your finances, the empowerment is, is the idea we want to bring forth. And it's not, you know, like you said, we aren't. Um, we aren't financial experts, (laughs) but we are just, again, it's keeping it real. You know what I mean? It's, it's the idea of saying the majority of us, it's kind of one of those subjects that sometimes we don't want to talk about. So let's think about, yeah. Yeah. especially if things are a little tight, it's like, I'd rather ignore it. So these are topics and things that sometimes we just need just kind of that little open door and give yourself permission to take a look, take a deep breath, and take a look at what's happening in your bank account.
1: And you might be surprised in a good way. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what? If I'm not spending money in one area, maybe that thing I really want, and I, I, if I can just say, hey, if I can just reallocate this, I actually am doing better than I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what we want to do is we want to say as we close today's program, we want to say how excited we are to have you as our friend. Welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive in to what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are.